0: G-U-R-U for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between, also be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at tastylicksbbq.com And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers, The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that allows you to monitor the temperature of your food and smoker or grill from up to 200 feet away. Using the free iGrill app for your iPhone, iPad, and Android devices, you can set preferred temperatures, and your smart device will alert you when it's ready. It's perfect for cooking steaks to perfection or low and slow smokers overnight. Head to iGrill, Inc., that's the letter I, com to learn more. And by Barbecuers Delight Wood Pellets, the barbecue wood pellet choice of competition cooks and backyard hacks just like me. The perfect blend of two thirds oak and one third flavor wood gives you that right BTU burn and flavor that you're looking to get all over your meat with smoky goodness. Visit BBQRSDelight.com. And by Arno Smokers, a custom pit builder. Using innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault-style barbecue pits, located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth, Granberry has been the home to Arno Smokers since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning, both on the design level and the quality of craftsmanship, to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market. Please get in contact with Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or Tony at Tony underscore R-O-Smokers at Yahoo.com or visit their main website, R, the letter N, the letter O, -O R-N-O, Smokers.com. And by Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you're really going to love, cooking with pellets. Green Mountain Grills are widely available across the country. Top-of-the-line manufacturing, but not the highest in price. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to get started on your pellet adventure today.
1: So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? whatever? We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. Sorry I'm late. Sorry. Wow. Literally racing in the door. Not even kidding for a second. Uh, So much so that I don't even have all of my stuff set up here that I uh, need to. I can't see into the uh, chat room right now, although... Sure, a lot of the uh normal guard is in there right now. Let me oh well, that's what I did. I hit the wrong damn button. Not very smart on that one, I gotta admit. All right, so now we got the chat room back up. Hey Gang, how's it going? Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show. This is a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast, so don't fret over that for one second. We have been proclamated as such. We will live as such. And uh, I got to admit, I hate the way I am looking on the camera right now in a, uh, looks like my damn head's cut off. I mean, what the hell? It's this stupid chair. Moving out of this freaking house has ruined everything. This could be, uh, where am I? Got a little bit left here. Moving out of this house, man. I'm telling you. It's ruining a lot of things. Mostly my sanity and my dignity.
2: Get that big stuff out of here.
0: Lots of great things going on in the world of barbecue and grilling tonight on the show. So hopefully you've strapped in. Uh, If you didn't get the newsletter, shame on you. You should be signing up for that at the... Website thebbqcentralshow.com. dot uh, com. You can also find the archives and all this other show uh, stuff related to what we do here each and every Tuesday and Wednesday on the website. Uh, you can also right now blast off a Facebook post or a tweet and let me know you're watching it. A couple different websites to check out if you want audio only. You can do that at my website thebbqcentralshow.com, dot com, which is also. Uh, listed down here in the crawler you can also catch the video side of things at outdoorcookingchannel.com if you do like video via the live big screen you can catch that on roku it's internet protocol television at its finest download the outdoor cooking channel app and then pick the live stream during tuesdays from 9 to 11 or wednesdays from 9 to 10 and you're off and running without having have to leave the couch not only is the show great in radio fashion it's great on the high definition video as well gotta be up. All right, I got an email from John Kelly. It says, Greg, due to my work schedule, I typically download and listen to your shows on the weekend. Just want to let you know how much I enjoy and appreciate your shows. You're one of the best interviewers I've heard, and you are always well-prepared. Thanks for putting the show on and making them available to everyone. John, cheers to you, my friend. Thank you for the kudos. Appreciate that. Also got an email from a guy named Bill... Now hold on a sec. Drum roll for this bill in China. That's right, the communist city of China. Greg, many thanks for the fix. Audio uh, auto loaded when iTunes was booted. Neato. so obviously he was having a, an issue. Obviously, I might have fixed it. Uh, while I got you here, a couple of o- uh, ot other queries: Is JM from Celebrity Grill still around? No. I mean, you know, that term is relative. Is he still around? I'm sure he's still around somewhere in Florida. Maybe he's not even in Florida still. Is he doing anything, you know, related to barbecue or grilling? No, not that I know of, not that I've seen recently. Um, so that's an update on JM. And would you be so kind as to give me a solid clue into what he, J.M., meant with that it's the Shambono quip? I guess I'm getting too old and I have no idea. And Googling doesn't help either. Thanks in advance. Thanks again. Later, Bill and China. <laughs> Bill and China. China. As far as the Shambono thing, that's very simple. First and foremost, that I guess because I know every single soundbite of the show and where it came from and when it happened. To me, that sounds nothing like JM. and it's not. That should be one of the the uh, the, the trivia questions. It's who says? And it's not. Uh, oh, Charbono? Did I say Shambono? Somebody tricked me on that. The guy who's the guy that says Charbono. In the open, does anybody know in the uh, in the chat room there when we do the second hour intro and it says Charbono, Charbono, dude? Does anybody know who says that guy who kind of knows a little about wine and it's not JM? We'll see what happens. We'll uh, we'll let it up. We'll let it go up there on the instant chat. And see what happens. Um. It. You know, a lot of that stuff in the second hour intro is, uh, you know, what I guess some people would call the industry, no, Don, it's not Meathead, um, isolated. So I'm taking, you know, one words or phrases, and then I'm just spitting them up all in a line and running a little music underneath. And, you know, it's fun and exciting, I guess you could say. But so, I don't want to say they're taken out of context, per se. But you're not hearing it in you know the full format segment. For instance, let me give you let me give you a uh, example here. Here's the here's the second hour intro. So of course we all know that this is uh, Oingo Boingo, weird science. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. we cook because we have to. Now that and is jail because we want to. That was in the open. I'm fine, how's it going? <laughs> that is Huck Senior. He
3: have a great show I'm a big fan.
0: Steven Reichel.
3: So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the
1: in the crackle.
0: That's Dan from Wachula. Used to be a frequent caller to the show.
1: Sharpono! It's all about the Sharpono, dude!
0: That's the quip he's talking about. None other than wine entrepreneur legend and media maven Gary Vaynerchuk. Charbonne. Believe it or not.
1: Succulent fish. That's me. What?
2: We
3: ate 50 before wiener.
0: And Dan from what we oh, Gary Vaynerchuk.
1: like a dog shit
0: John Marcus.
4: We have top men working on it right now.
0: Who? Who? That last one, Top Men, is a conversation between one Indiana Jones who says, who? Like, this is Indi- This is some fat guy talking. Hold on. Run it back here. Right now. Listen for the who. This is Indiana Jones. Yeah, like, how dare you question me, sir? It's Top Men. Top men. Used to be, you know, a lot of that stuff is elements of a show that I thought, you know, it, it, really kind of, uh, I don't want to say it, highlighted the show, but they were just parts of the show that I thought were pretty neat. And, you know, they belong in a little thing. You know, I like to um, do my productive production skills, kind of show off you guys a little bit, make it sound professional. You know, I always say, I try and do the show. For if I ever got a call from the big people, terrestrial radio or serious radio or whatever, and I had to meet a clock uh, or a two-hour show or a one-hour show, the show could make the transition from as it sits now in its internet radio stardom phase and could easily transition to a uh, you know regular house affiliate uh, business or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, yeah. That's kind of how we do the show. All right, let me get my read here. I got a new one. Here we go. All right. Oh, I didn't print it. I got top men working on it right now, I can tell you that. All right, let me tell you something. The next... Folks, great news. Sit back and relax because the next generation iGrill has arrived. That's right, folks. You can now you can now pre-order the iGrill Mini at iDevices.com slash iGrill. That's I like the letter Devices, Inc. .com slash the letter iGrill for $40. Better yet, $39.99. The iGrill Mini has everything you love about the iGrill and so much more with a smart LED that indicates the progression of your temperature and lets you know when you're in and out of temperature range, proximity, wake up to conserve battery life, and an outstanding and an outstanding battery life at that of 150 hours. Wow. That's a lot of SpongeBob. You get all these awesome features in a pocket-sized device at half the price of the original iGrill. For $39.99, the iGrill Mini with one meat probe and one probe wrap. The iGrill magnetically mounts to your grill or smoker, even comes with a attachable magnet in case you have a ceramic smoker or another magnetic sur- non-magnetic surface. Now, a little info on the product itself. The iGrill is a Bluetooth-enabled cooking thermometer that pairs with your Apple or Android device using the free iGrill Pro app, which can be downloaded in the iTunes App Store or Google Play Store. you got range up to 200 feet. You can monitor your food from practically anywhere and basically giving you that freedom to do whatever it is you want to get done. You can mow the lawn, you can watch the game, and the iGrill's got your food covered. So, again, it's $39.99 for the iGrill Mini. Pre-order yours now at the letter I, Devices, Inc., I-N-C., iDevicesInc.com/slash/the-letter-i-and-then-grill/slash-i-grill-for-39.99. And yes, Central Lights tonight—one of the beginning of a string of five weeks of giveaways of a free iGrill Mini. Boom! Bring it. Um. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be coming up shortly as well. Bet you're excited about that. But you're even more excited for Steve Wilson coming up out of the break. Stick around. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, 877 448 Greg at the uh, Coming up at 935, Scott Roberts doing sauce and rub reviews, so everybody look forward to that. My first guest tonight, fresh off a win this weekend at the USA Barbecue Championship, which went off in Laughlin, Nevada. Under the promotion of Ronnie Cates, let's go ahead and head on over to the hotline and welcome first time to the show pitmaster of the pit crew barbecue of SoCal team, Steve Wilson, joining me here on the show. Steve, how are you, bud?
6: Doing great. Thanks, Greg.
0: Steve, appreciate you making time for the show tonight and uh, very happy to have you aboard. I guess, you know, first things first for the people, you know, people in California nowadays typically aren't from California originally. Uh, you born and raised out there? Or are you a transplant like ninety eight percent of people?
6: Uh, born and raised, but went to school in Arizona.
0: Born and raised in California and went to school in Arizona. Yes, sir. Wow. How about how, how does that happen exactly? Uh, I played football. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So let's talk a little bit about you know this whole barbecue thing, and you know in a general sense before we talk competition and whatnot. Is is barbecue something that you have, you know, been around and kind of grew up in, or is that something that you took an interest in maybe a little bit later in life?
6: Uh, when I was a kid, uh, my my folks took us across the country, and we went to a bunch of barbecue restaurants on the way across the country, and that sparked my interest. And ever since then, I've been trying to duplicate it and getting closer.
0: <laughs> Are you, you know, the I guess the western portion of the country is typically – seen as the Santa Maria style, I mean, you know, it's changing now, but in the past it's been seen as the Santa Maria style barbecue, the tri-tips, the red oak, the pinquito beans, all that good stuff. Is that something that you're, you know, intimately familiar with, or is that something that you weren't really, you know, too happy to eat at that point?
6: Um, I've I've been a griller, but I've never been a uh, a Santa Maria style griller. I just, you know, hamburgers and and, uh, steaks here and there. Then I got into this.
0: So at what point does it make sense for you, or or how did you get introduced to the world of of competition barbecue? Was it something you just tried out? Were you reading about it in papers? How do you get into this whole deal?
6: I was watching the Barbecue Pitmasters show on TV, and I called my buddy up, and then I said to myself and, and to him, Hey, we can beat them. We've been trying ever since.
0: <laughs> so, like, what what's was that the the season one where they were falling around like uh, Johnny Trigg and and Paul and all those guys, or was it even uh, a little bit later than that? It was it was the first season. Wow. So like, that's the first person I've ever I've heard. I mean, I'm sure there's been plenty, but you're the first person I've actually talked to on this show that uh, got interested in by uh, watching television. So te- television actually works for getting people involved in barbecue. <laughs> Worked for me. Wow, how about that? All right, so uh, how many events are you typically you know shooting for during the course of the year? Obviously, you know you don't have a huge amount of time in, but are you taking time during an off season to plan out you know x amount of competitions or you just add them as your schedule dictates?
6: I try to do as many as I can. Um, I'm doing between twenty five and and thirty a, a year this year, and last year
0: I did twenty four Wow, so you're jumping right into this whole thing. I mean, uh, 25 to 30 would put you up in contention, I guess, for what many would uh, consider to be a, a team of the year uh, type of a of a schedule for KCBS. Is that, you know, something that you would like to put a serious chase after at some point?
6: Yeah, I mean, uh, I would. I, I didn't approach this year doing that. I I actually just loved doing it. I mean, the people out here are so so wonderful to to hang out with and all that and then uh um, really, the last six weeks is what is, is really our six contests is what's really pushed me into the points chase. And I didn't do it intentionally, um, but now that I'm there, I, w- I would like to try to finish strong and um, maybe uh, seek more points next year.
0: We're talking with Steve Wilson from the Pit Crew Barbecue of SoCal. Uh, Steve, you know, I'm endlessly fascinated by, you know, when teams form. And decide to go ahead and pick a name. How do you come up with the Pit Crew Barbecue of SoCal? Are you guys uh, like race car fans or something like that?
6: Huge race car fans. All um, big, big,
0: big, big, big race fans. Now, are you a like NASCAR guy? Or are you uh, like smaller than that? What's your poison when it comes to the four wheels?
6: Oh, it's, it's pretty much everything. I, I love NASCAR. Um, NHRA is is pretty awesome. Formula One, I, I like. them. Kind of disappointed in the Indy cars ever since the. Uh, the uh, you know the the two uh, those two splits a few years back kind of ruined that. But uh, um, if if they move
0: fast, I like them. Steve, you know, considering where you at, uh, local or where you're located at, how far are you pushing out in the east or the central portions of the country to compete? Do You try and stay as, as local as possible, or does travel not really matter to you?
6: Um, it matters. Um, you know, I I have. We went on vacation and did uh, two in Colorado. Um, we do pretty much everything in California and um, Arizona and Nevada. Um, we're trying to do, and, and uh, maybe even a couple in Utah next year.
0: Are you surprised, even over the last couple of years, how many events are actually taking place in the state of California as opposed to you know three, four, five years ago?
6: Absolutely. I, I, I wasn't privy to it. And that long ago, I, I started uh, about two and a half years ago, um, but even in my my short time in the uh, in the in the uh, the realm of, of competition barbecue, it's it's really blown up. I mean, it's, it's we have twice as many contests as we had two and a half years ago.
0: All right, Steve. So let's go ahead and take a look back at the Laughlin event this past weekend. Overall, you know, just from a general sense, was there anything out of the ordinary that you had to contend or deal with, or was it a, a cook as usual for you?
6: I was pretty pleased. I, I, it was funny. I, I I've been on this role, um, and I I knew it, that I had really good meat. And then I got there and I saw the competition. and I went, holy smokes, plants are going to change. <laughs> I, I I went to hope to be in, an, in the top five. And when I got there and saw the teams, I'm going, man, I'll be pleased to be in the top, you know, fifty percent. And uh, it 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 was a killer field. toughest field I've ever competed in. And, and uh, it it, it, it Literally on my chicken turn-in, my wife looked at me, and I am never nervous, and I was shaking. <laughs> really, I mean, it was it was amazing.
0: When you're go, I mean, holding aside, you know, that good percentage of really impressive teams that were there taking part, just the fact that that contest had amassed 85 teams, and granted, Ronnie Cates. Know very well a for promotion, uh, but b and perhaps more importantly, you know the bigger prize purses when you're looking at what everybody else is offering in competition barbecue. Just does the sheer number of teams out there is that at all nerve wracking? Because you know, at least in my estimation, as I'm looking at it, when you see really big 85, 100, 600 team contests, you're almost inviting a little bit more of a crapshoot than if it's uh, maybe the 30 to 40 teams.
6: It's definitely a, a little more uh, you know, a little m- a more push that you wanna put into it. But we, we in California had our biggest ever, um, three contests ago at, at Dana Point an Arlie Bragg contest and we had ninety nine teams there and that was that was amazing 'cause at the, the riverside had the this is the hotel we were at in Laughan, had so many so much room and we were kind of spread out. You really couldn't tell there was eighty five there. But when we were at Dana Point it was everybody was packed in and, and and there looked like there was 3,000 teams there. So, I mean, you know, it, it it's it's awesome when you have a lot of teams. It's, I can't wait. We're going to do the Royal next year, and I, I can't wait for that.
0: A lot of teams there, for sure. Uh, Steve Wilson joining me here on the show, pitmaster of the Pit Crew Barbecue of SoCal. You can find the website while we're talking here at thepitcrewbbq.com. You know, if we break down the individual results uh, just real quick, Steve, um, you know, chicken, you turn it in hey everybody loves to win a category especially chicken maybe uh, builds a little bit momentum as you go through the rest of the awards did you think that your chicken turned in aside from being very nervous as you mentioned a couple of minutes ago did you think it was going to be besting 84 other teams
6: um I, actually i did I've, I've been killing it on chicken um i'm using a, a a rub that is just just right on right now and and uh the sauce mixture and I, I was able to get really nice bird this time. I, I I used Sprouts, a local grocery store out here, and and I had the, these birds that literally looked like breasts. I mean, they were huge, and uh, um, I, I I knew it was good. I knew it was good.
0: Is the rub that you're using on chicken uh, something that people would be able to find commercially, or are you uh, you, you devising something on your own?
6: No, it's commercial. It's it's uh, I buy it um, through. Uh, um, big Papa Smokers, and it's it's one of the West Coast offense rubs, and I I, I use the stuff right out of the bottle.
0: Just that simple. Yeah. Now, are you injecting chicken? Uh, that seems to have uh, really started to become quite a, a popular thing. That, uh, teams are trying to do you know, obviously pushing a little bit of moisture, uh, any way to get flavor in there. Are you partaking in you know using some of that stuff for the chicken? End?
6: I am not. I I. Uh, I I wrap my chicken um, halfway through the cook to uh, hold more moisture in, um, but I, I don't, do not inject.
0: Interesting. Steve Wilson joining me here on the show. All right, uh, so ribs, uh, you don't get a call that, well, I don't assume they're calling any farther out than 10th, uh, So, but still, you know, huge showing, 14th overall out of 84 teams. Um, they actually called the top 20. Did they really? Yeah. Lucky bastard. So you got four calls the whole weekend.
6: Yeah, I was wow. the only one to get four, so that was that was pretty amazing. But my my other three calls were kinda later in the in the uh in the realm of the twenty and and I, I, I did not think I had I had I had won the thing. I thought it was it was um um Smoky Bees.
0: I, I thought they'd get our the team from Iowa. You got uh you know, first and chicken you got the fourteenth and ribs, you get a top ten pork and then uh, twenty brisket, so you know, by and large, when you're looking at the amount of teams there, you're, you know, well uh, amongst everybody else. You get four calls. You know, are you, were you physically keeping track of uh, the other teams and, and where those calls were, or were you just trying to, to guesstimate where you were going to fall amongst everybody else?
6: I was guesstimating. You know, I, I, I knew we, we were going to be somewhere in the, in the top ten. Um, it was kind of funny today they, they announced two and three, but he did them backwards accidentally. So when he corrected that and I hadn't been called, that's when I knew we had won. And it was funny because a lot of our friends got their cameras out in front of us, and that really added to the pressure. <laughs> you know, I'm going either I'm first or I'm 11th or back.
0: So you, you get the call for overall grand championship. You know, What are some of those uh, initial emotions that are kind of sweeping over you as you realize that you just took – first out of a total of 85 team fields and some really good teams to boot taking part.
6: Yeah. I, it, you know, I, I actually had tears in my eyes. My, I lost my dad a year and a half ago and, and um, I, I was thinking about him and how he really never, he, he was able to come to one of our contests before he passed away. And um, every time I, I compete, I, I I know my dads there with me and, and uh, that's pretty cool. And, and, uh, you know, all the friends and stuff, and it's, it, the barbecue world is, is just an amazing place. I mean, there was so many people that I, I know the faces of, but I don't know their names. And, you know, I mean, the the just the, the text and the, the Facebook posts and everything that has come since the win, I mean, it is just so darn nice. I mean, there's so many wonderful people doing this.
0: It's awesome. So in terms of what this win means for you and for the team, Moving forward, is this like the best thing that's happened yet, or you know, how does it rank amongst the things that you've accomplished so far in the in the short career?
6: Uh, this is definitely the biggest but we've we've got four GCs so far this year. So, but this is by far the biggest. But, uh, you know, it's 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 always nice to win. But uh, my first GC, I was by myself, and uh, my wife wasn't there, and my teammates weren't there, and having having friends and family there. Make it so much nicer. Um, you know, it's. I, mean, I, I can't stress that enough. I mean, having this was my wife's first time that she was able to to join us for a, for a contest that I GC that, and uh, it meant the
0: world to me. You know, conversely to that, when you're doing it by yourself, do you find that, you know, when you have the other members of the team there, you know, help is nice, obviously, like you said. But when you're doing it by yourself, do you find that? you almost have more of a, a razor's edge concentration because you really can't afford to mess up on times or marks or anything like that?
6: I'm so you know, I have a book that I, I follow verbatim, and, and it really keeps me on track. But the, the nice thing is there is absolutely no distraction when you're by yourself. And and even even when we we do contests out here in California, we do a lot of PC to the public where we, we, we feed. And I have a FEC 500, so I can feed – a whole lot of people, and I still do all the competition barbecue, and my teammate does all the PC barbecue. So um, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a neat relationship. Right, I've I've always really cooked it by myself. It's just less less inner inner uh, less people
0: bothering me. Steve Wilson joining me here on the show, Pitmaster of the pit crew barbecue of socal uh, steve last question here before i let you go and there's a lot of teams that are probably listening or, or people that are thinking about forming a team and jumping onto the circuit at some point soon maybe some people that watch this season of uh, barbecue pitmasters uh what's your two or three biggest pieces of advice for people to consider uh, to make sure that they're doing it the right way coming out
6: i would i would say that you know take some classes um I, I, I've i gone to two classes and um, I, I've really learned a lot you, you pick up little bits your first class you're kind of you you kind of, you don't know very much and then you, your next class a, a year or so later you pick up more and more and more um, and things start to make sense to you so education and then practice I mean we all love barbecue that's why we do this so you know make a lot of barbecue um, and listen to what people say um one of one of my dearest friends out here is Matt Dalton from Left Coast Q, who's way up there and um, giving me a ton of great advice. You know, I mean, it's listen, listen to the people that are better than you.
0: How many other events you got scheduled, or was this the uh, the last one for you guys this year?
6: Well, I'm I'm on the waiting list to get into the downtown Throwdown in in Vegas, and then we have a double header at uh, Lake Elsinore that I'm um, definitely going to do. So. It's either two or three, depending if I get into Vegas or
0: not. All right. Uh, Steve Wilson, the pitmaster of the pit crew barbecue of SoCal, uh, just walked away with the grand championship of the USA barbecue contest, which took place in Laughlin, Nevada. Uh, Steve, great to meet you and talk to you tonight, and really appreciate the time you gave to me.
6: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: You got it. There he is. Steve Wilson, thepitcrewbbq.com, if you're wondering. Check it out, com. All right. Um, got two minutes. I hate to do this. Damn cat eating wires. The show cuts off in the middle of the show. It ain't me. It's a damn cat. I was starting to feel bad for that cat until it decided to start eating my wires. Why do cats eat wires? Hey, dumb cat. Don't do that. Okay? Is that possible? All right. We will have a giveaway coming up out of the break. Uh oh. Just getting getting an email from Scott Roberts. Uh Never mind. Everybody hold their breath. Slightly. As I tell you about Butcher Barbecue. Look, folks, um, I could sit here and do this read. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to do it. The bottom line is this. Uh, Dave Bosca has been competing for any number of years now. He has honed his products uh, to the point where, yeah, he uses his own products when he's competing, okay? He's not like some of these other people that are just trying to, you know, make a buck or develop something. and then I don't really use that. I use something different when it counts. Uh, He uses the stuff that uh, he makes for sale to the general public Uh, right there in barbecue competition. You saw him do it on the uh, Barbecue Pitmasters this past season. used all of his own stuff. And you need to take advantage. Uh, Dave, well known for the injections, the pork, the beef, the prime injection, of course uh, Bird Booster now, which uh, as I was talking with Steve Wilson, a lot of Pitmasters are starting to inject their poultry. And Bird Booster is going to give you three times more moisture retention than your traditional brining would. So check that out also. Uh, He's got the sauces, the rubs. And, you know, when we talk about injections, you know, there's a lot of other people out there making injections. Uh, Maybe you were one time a a very loyal butcher barbecue customer from injections, and then you decided to go buy somebody else. And you're like, ah, geez, you know, this stuff just isn't cutting it. I'm not getting the. What the hell was that? telling you i'm gonna get knocked off the air. uh people aren't giving you the compliments that you were once getting yeah we well, don't want that to happen no problem go to butcherbbq.com. go to the trade-in link and then uh, print off the sheet send whatever you have commercially left of that crappy injection send it off Dave. but when he gets it he will weigh it and in return and at your request he will send you back pork premium prime or the bird booster injections hey Not only is he making his own customers very happy, for the ones that thought the grass was greener, hey, he's going to make the competition customers happy as well, and that's with the trade-in links. So look, you got Bird Booster, you got the Prime, the beef, the pork injections, you got the uh, sweet sauce, you got the honey, uh, the steak and brisket rub, the honey rub, the premium rub. If you can't find it, with Dave Bosca, you're probably not going to need it, and you know it's going to be good. ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. We're back with a contest right after this.
5: Get in the smoke.
2: Can you feel it? generation now The. Girl, when you give, give, give stuff away Gonna give it away for free at no cost to so get ready to send that email Right, 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 right now
0: Alright, thank goodness you don't see what's happening behind the scenes Oh my god, I just had a fist fight with a cat I got lost. All right. Uh, your chance to win a $20 gift card to the Barbecue Superstore. The Superstore.com is the email, a uh, web address. Uh, thanks to Richard Parker and the gang over there. $20 is up for your grabs and behest with an email. Steve Wilson, SoCal. Steve Wilson, SoCal. You can win a $20 gift certificate from the Barbecue Superstore. Steve Wilson, SoCal. Good luck.
5: Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempy.
2: Big B, moonshine, superb respect. let's go. I'm an outlaw. Give
0: me two shots. Alright, back at it. 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com.
2: We'll
0: leave a video. Why would I leave a video message? Greg's waiting for me, Skype. God. Get your act together. Alright, uh, joining me now, a monthly contributor to this show, uh, dubbed significantly the official sauce and rub reviewer of the Barbecue Central Show. Uh, we race over the hotline and welcome back, good friend of the show, Scott Roberts. Joining Scott, how are you? Man? Oh, pretty good. How you doing, Greg? Doing absolutely fabulous, Scott. Appreciate you making time for the show as usual. Uh, I guess before we get into the, uh, the oh boy, now oh, look at me. You can't see you, can you? Of course you can't. Hold on one second. Let me add you. There you go. Um, you still there, Scott? Scott. Scott!
2: No! Get that freak stuff out of here!
0: Well, that was a shame. There's a problem with this call. Hold on while we try to call back. Eat me, Skype. So lame. I don't understand how these calls drop. And has nothing to do with anything else. Ask Dr. Barbecue, Rib Roast. No. Uh, Steve Wilson, Sokal. Uh Jason, J-A-S-E-S-E-N. Jason, you're a winner. Uh, no need to send me your shipping info. I will forward your email address on to uh, Rich Parker, Jason, and uh, he will be in touch on how you collect that Um uh, $20 gift card from the BBQ superstore.com. Uh, Don, obviously, it's a bandwidth problem. I mean, not on my end. I've only done the show for uh, 16 years. Scott lives out in the woods of St. Louis. I think he lives in St. Louis. We should ask him if he ever gets back on the show. Maybe we should just do an audio call. That is less bandwidth. Um, how do i do just an audio call Ugh. maybe like this i'll just stick a picture up of him. i got a cute picture of him. we can use it um yeah well i don't know i mean don i don't the know The person if, whom
7: if, you're trying to reach uh, is currently shut up. Up.
0: i hate that lady when she does that all right hold on a second let me give Scott the uh hotline number to call in here so we can get him plugged up uh remember i i don't think scott lives by the kingsford plant in if if i can be uh, if i can pull back the curtain i don't think any human lives by the kingsford plant that one is uh bell missouri i believe And uh, it is, uh, yeah, it's a site. I can tell you that. It's a site. All right, I got to call him now. Ad number three. Give me one second. Listen to this. Let's see if we get Scott now. No. This is Scott. Got it! All right, well, the cell phone still works.
7: Yeah, thank God for old technology.
0: I know. <laughs> Jeez, heaven forbid. All right, uh, so Scott Roberts joining me here. Uh, Scott, before we get into the uh, products, which we'll have to do here in just a, a few short seconds, uh, is there anything ragingly newsworthy in the uh, world of fiery foods? Uh, uh, no, not really. What, what is going are, on? When is the newest pepper going to be coming out to blow people's butts off?
7: You know what? I think all of that is becoming so much old news. Oh, uh, There's currently one called the Carolina Reaper, very hot, very closely related to the, you know, Trinidad scorpion pepper, really genetically not a whole lot of it different. Uh, I think that is going to try and make some claims. I'm not going to say if it's dubious or not, but it claims as the world's hottest. And I, I imagine some of the news outlets out there are going to pick up on it and kind of report it without looking into much research. But other than that, there are no big contenders that, that have come along, I would say, in the past six months. that would say, hey, you know, I'm definitely the world's hottest now. It's
0: nothing like that. All right, so uh, nothing uh, hot going. Pardon the pun. Uh, nothing hot going on in the uh, world of fiery foods right now, according to Scott All right, But we do have three hot things going on for review, and that's why we have the official sauce and rub reviewer here on the show each and every month. Uh, the first thing that you're going to be telling us about tonight, Scott, is Big Daddy's Appolicious Barbecue Sauce. So you know me. Part of me is very excited. Because I love apples and barbecue sauce. The other part of me is like, did they put applesauce in barbecue sauce, which I don't personally like. So now is the big reveal.
7: The big reveal, uh, there is no applesauce in the ingredients list. It does say apples. I don't know to what extent. Uh, I'm not a big, huge fan of fruit and barbecue sauces. That doesn't mean I don't like any fruit, you know, apples, peaches, what have you. It's used the right way, but it's usually not. Uh, and this one is yet another one that contains the dreaded liquid smoke.
0: Oh boy, now we've hit a we've hit an issue. <laughs> All right, that's fine. But to me, what
7: does You know, I, I I tend to agree with you on you know liquid smoke not being very good. Yeah. I cannot tell much. Uh, I, I can't detect much of that flavor in this one. This one is your general all-purpose kind of sweet ketchupy. Fruity-flavored barbecue sauce. And if it's, it's one of these sauces, if it's aimed towards the general populace, you know the people who aren't hardcore barbecue fans who just want something like your generic Hunt's craft-type barbecue sauces with some apple flavor, it's not going to disappoint them.
0: Uh, it looks like it's family-owned and operated by Big Daddy Ike Seymour and his wife, Arnsy. That's correct. Yeah, I'm looking at the website. That's why I know that.
7: Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> well, anyway, I tried this on. I'm trying to think of what I actually uh, grilled this with. Uh, I, I believe it was of pork steaks. It did not do too bad of a job. You know, my my boys, my girlfriend, her kids. You know, that they, they tend to like things in the general category. You know, their taste buds aren't really that. Uh, they, they really can't detect, you know, all kinds of different flavors, and their, their palates. They're not. Like the you're saying
0: they're flavors. not. Uh, they don't have refined palates, discerning palates.
7: Correct. Correct. Yeah. Like most of the listeners of the show do.
0: Right. So, hard. as
7: far as being a crowd pleaser, this sauce was, to me, it was uh, very middle of the road.
0: All right. Uh, size, uh, price, and where can you get it?
7: Okay, Uh comes in a 16-ounce bottle, and you can get it at BigDaddiesBBQ.net. And, of course, uh, as uh, fate would uh, play its cruel hand, as soon as I looked today to see if it was on the website, I think they actually took it off. So <laughs> as of this moment, I don't know if they're selling it, if it was just a specialty item for the summer, and then you know, here with the winter time coming up, they're deciding the whole production. I don't know, but you may want to inquire Big Daddy's at that website, BigDaddyBBQ.net. Keep they still have a bottle, if you're interested in this.
0: Yeah, and if uh, you have an open one that you have in your mitts right now, keep it. It could be a collector's item, just that quickly. Alright, uh, Scott, next thing up is uh, the rub portion of the show. It's the Golden Toad Prime Steak Rub, and uh, I believe... I know Golden Toad to some degree. I've seen him on boards and and whatever. This is a competition guy.
7: Uh, Well, Golden Toad, uh, run by Todd and Sarah Joburt, great guys. They know their flavors. I mean, they have hot sauces and seasonings and and sauces all across the board, very high quality, and this is no exception. Uh, It's this is one of the you know sometimes the actual texture of a, a rub or a seasoning could really affect what this tastes like. This is a very coarse rub, big huge chunks of everything in there, but I absolutely love it great flavor balance, you know of course, you get the salt, but it's not too dominant. there's pepper, there's garlic in there, and it's just enough. Of spice to kind of satisfy me but it's not going to turn away anyone who isn't a chili head this stuff is outstanding on steaks and burgers as of course the name implies you know uh, the prime steak rub it, it just is excellent excellent on beef
0: sounds absolutely delicious i'm always a big fan of the more coarser cut uh, rubs myself but you know uh, we all have personal preferences uh, in regards to uh, size and price and where you can get it
7: Okay, comes in a 6.75 ounce shaker bottle. Runs for 7.95. A little pricey. That doesn't include shipping, but I think it's worth it. And if people want to get it, just simply go to goldentoad.com. All right. Uh, and it, my overall rating, I would have to give this a top ten
0: call. Wow, top ten call. All right, beautiful. You know, we should probably go back. Uh, did we give uh, Big Daddy's Appalicious barbecue sauce a, a rating yet?
7: No, I don't think we gave it an official rating. I would give it an oven baker.
0: Oven baker. Beat it.
7: Get
2: that
0: stuff out of here. General population stuff. Oven baker. That's about right.
7: General population. They may like it a little bit more than
0: I did. All right. Uh, last one up tonight that you're going to be reviewing, Scott, is the Heartbreaking Dawn's Meridian Serrano Grilling Sauce. Sounds a little hot.
7: Uh, you know, there was a little bit of heat to it. Yeah. This is not one of those things that's just going to completely blow your mouth wide open with flames, but there is quite a bit of spice to it. Thankfully, the flavor is prominent in this one. It's a very tomato-y sauce, a little bit of a tang, and there are uh, a lot of people who like the flavor of battle peppers. You know, from St. Augustine, Florida. This sauce utilizes this wonderfully without having too much of the burn. It's not, you know. Like I said, it's not going to scald your mouth, but you do get a lot of that spiciness. Uh, there's actually uh, kind of uh, playing supporting roles a little bit of peachiness as well. And uh, this one utilizes that fruity flavor just a, in a spectacular way, in a way that I would like it without, you know, completely dominating the flavor.
0: Yeah, in pe- uh, peachiness, you said right. Peachy,
7: yeah, peaches.
0: Hmm. In a good way. That's, I mean, I've rarely found that to be in a good way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, good. All right, so uh, size. Well, I mean, what do you uh, what do you see this working best on?
7: This is an all-purpose sauce. Huh. It has it, it enough of the savoriness to kind of work on some of the meats, you know, the beef and that, and it does well on pork and chicken. So if you're looking for something which is great balanced flavor, uh, a little bit of heat, you know, and some sweetness too. Uh and, and this is also a thick sauce. So if you like things on the runny end of the scale, you know, that this probably wouldn't really appeal to you. But this this is pretty much good on everything.
0: All right. And you can go to heartbreakingdawns.com uh to find this. Uh, and you're looking at about eight dollars and fifty cents for a twelve ounce bottle. Uh overall ranking for this, Scott.
7: This is another big top ten
0: call. Wow! Almost grand champion. I mean, we've had a few of those this year, I'd have to say. But um, uh, the, the, those last two sound like. Could you pair the two top ten calls together in some form or fashion? Do you think?
7: You know, you probably could. Uh, I haven't actually done it. It's it's the great I, I had used both on the same weekend. I didn't even think to combine the two.
0: Hey, now you got something to do this weekend, Scott. There you go. (laughs) All right. Uh, You can find Scott Roberts at scottrobertsweb.com. He is a a fiery foods expert, and you find him here once a month reviewing sauces and rubs. Scott, always appreciate the time, and we will look for you at the end of the year in December.
7: Oh, Looking forward to it, Greg.
0: All right, Scott. There he is. Thanks so much. Scott Roberts, scottrobertsweb.com. If you need him, and we got a giveaway coming up onto the break if you want to do that as well. So... Uh, I got a grip. I'm sitting farther away. From Jim, I don't think you, I think you would be good for for that sauce. I don't think it's going to make your throat swell shut. Uh, we're working on setting up a interview with the Arno smokers. It looks like they're going to be hosting a Arno shootout cookout type thing. Very excited to talk to Tony and Billy about that—an upcoming show sooner than later. I just got an email from Tony actually tonight, so we'll hook that up here in uh, next week or so. Uh, Arno Smokers, by the way, is a custom pit builder combining innovation and art in each of their cutting-edge offset and vault-style barbecue pits, located in the heart of Texas near Fort Worth. Granbury has some of the has some of the has some of the best smokers, but has been home to the Arno Smokers company since the beginning. Arno Smokers has continued to widen its range using visionary planning both on the design level and the quality of the craftsmanship to bring their customers the finest custom pits on the market today. Now, if you've been looking for a custom pit without the hefty price tag and some of those long waits, lead times that some of the other manufacturers have, why not make this your first choice to take a look at? You know, we're not sitting here trying to press and say, hey, you've got to buy this, you got to buy that. If this is something that you're considering or you're in this market, Why not take a look here first? I encourage you, in fact, mention that you heard about Arno Smokers on the Barbecue Central Show. Receive an additional discount off the already low price. Now, for more information, follow their link to their Facebook page, which can be found on the Barbecue Central Show website. Click on the logo at the right or visit the sponsors page or the links page on my website and you will get to their Facebook page just that easy. Now, if you're not a, you know, big website guy. Email. They like emails too. Billy, B-I-L-L-I-E Billy underscore R-O smokers at yahoo.com You can also email Tony T-O-N-Y, Tony underscore R-O smokers at yahoo.com. Once again, Billy underscore R-O smokers or Tony underscore R-O smokers both at yahoo.com And don't forget to check out their Facebook page regularly for weekly drawings and giveaways from their barbecue partners as well. And, again, you can find their Facebook page easily by going to my website, thebbqcentralshow.com. Click on their logo on the the main page or visit the sponsors page or the links page, and that will get you right over to their Facebook page. You can go from there trying to win free stuff. As a matter of fact, we're going to get away free stuff right now, and it's going to be very exciting. Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: Now the time on the show when we give, give, give stuff away, gonna give it away for free and no toss. So get ready to send that email. Right, right,
0: right, right now Alright, uh, folks, your chance to win the free eye grill minute. <laughs> Gotta drink a succulent water there because I'm so excited. All right, you can win a free iGrill Mini right this very instance. One penny under $40 retail. You can get it at I, the letter I, device, D-E-V-I-C-E-S, devices, Inc. I-N-C, iDevicesInc.com. Bluetooth technology here for your convenience. Send me an email, first one in. And you have to email me, Scott Roberts. Ass Blaster. Scott Roberts Ass Blaster for your chance to win a free iGrill Mini. Again, $40 retail value from iDevicesInc.com. That's iDevicesInc.com. Pre-order yours today and get a lot of cool features that the uh, regular iGrill doesn't have. Scott Roberts Ass Blaster, and you get to win. Good luck. Welcome back. I'm just uh, waiting for the returns to come in here and see who's uh, first in. We got a winner. First in, Paul Richardson.
5: Paulie!
0: And, like, they all just raced in here. Wow, look at that. Sorry to a number of you, but Paul Richardson gets the win. E-A-U-L. Got to make note of this. Paul, do me a favor if you're listening. You better be listening because you just played the game. Uh, send me your shipping info. A new email, say uh, in the subject line, just say uh, "iGrill Mini Winner," and then uh, send me your shipping info so I can uh, get that down to uh, the folks over at iDevices Inc. Inc.com. Uh Sylvie Curry was number two, Don. Uh, Don, you know where I come from. You know what number two is. First loser. Win or hit the bricks, pal, because you are on your way out. I don't even see Don Geiger in the entrance there. Were you there, Don? I don't think he was there. Fear not. Fear not. The good news is this. Four more weeks in a row, you're going to have the option of winning (laughs) the option. Of course, you want the option. You're going to have the chance to win a iGrill Mini next week week after that week after that week after that last winner could be somewhere damn near Christmas Merry Christmas uh thanks to Steve Wilson for joining me in the first hour talking about the big win in Laughlin. 85 teams there by the way um I'm trying not to ask teams about the uh, the whole judging sheet. You know, that's uh, going to be an issue, I think, for uh, some, The overwhelming majority, maybe it's not going to be that big of an issue. But I think for teams that are out there that uh, see how they're finishing on certain tables, uh, as I've said over the last number of weeks, uh, the sheet, while I applaud absolutely the... Uh, want of transparency, which I believe is crucial, um, sometimes things come out that uh, need to be rectified, like the fact that uh, it seemed that there was a myth of hitting the bad table, and uh, it has been proven out without uh, any doubt whatsoever that uh, bad tables do exist. And, uh, you know, you can win... Uh, you can you can you can win the brisket and points, but the pork or the chicken or the ribs—it's uh, its just drawing something positive. Drawing something else, I'm sure they'll fix it. They'll be great. They'll be great. Never mind the fact that I'm asking people to come on and they don't want to talk about. It. I understand. It's fine. Remember, I'm pro KCBS. I think what they're doing is great. Sometimes you just do some stuff and it uh, brings to light some other issues. Don't rectify it. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. If I have confidence, you should have confidence. All right, uh, we're pointing to the second hour. Lots of great stuff there. One more giveaway. We'd smoke Q-Juice from Jim Elser. And uh, we have a huge roundtable coming up as well, which I'll tell you about at the top of the hour when we uh, do a little bit of a reset. So lots of great things to get to, uh, plus you if you want, 877 448 0433 Greg at the BBQ Central 877-448-0433. Greg at the BBQ And uh, we'll check you back here in just about a minute or so. Stick around, we'll be right back. here for the really big barbecue show we cook because we have to and we grill because we want to you have a great show
1: of
3: a big fan so what 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 seems to be the problem here this man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle
1: charbono it's all about the charbono dude fish, what? We ate cinchies for wieners. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach
3: seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Ooh.
0: Ooh. top men? That's right, top men, and just like that, we are into the second hour. Oh, here we go. 877 448 0433 Greg at the BBQ central show. This <laughs> one I thought I was going to read an email. Better not. John, if we're being honest, I've noticed that too. If there's a, John Dawson from Patio Daddy, if you're listening, You should uh, email me or you should call me tomorrow so I can let you in on a much bigger secret than what we're talking about that nobody else knows what we're talking about. Um, Yeah. You would be amazed at the uh, story I will relay to you about. Uh, Back in the very first hour, we talked with uh, Steve Wilson from the uh, Pit Crew Barbecue of SoCal. Winning the uh, Laughlin, Nevada event. Congratulations to him on uh, quite a roll over the last six weeks or so. And then, uh, obviously, we talked with Scott Roberts from scottrobertsweb.com. Going over uh, some rubs and sauces. Uh, the first sauce was bad. And the uh, second, mm, Patrick, I don't think you would really care too much about it. That's all right. Um Now, hold on. A responsible BOD will address the bad data with a well-thought-out solution. I trust that. I trust that a process the another way. Yeah. Like I said, I'm so not worried. I couldn't be less worried. Mostly because, you know, I uh, don't compete. What do you want me to do? What do you want me to do about it? What is this? Oh, right.
7: Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: Coming up on the show, still tonight, we have a well-formulated roundtable. There is a huge competition. In addition, in addition to the World Food Championship, maybe nobody even knows about this, the uh, second annual Kingsford Invitational will be happening this weekend. The same Kingsford Invitational that... Somebody here went to live and in person last year. Yeah, that's me. Uh, And not.
2: What
0: gives, man? What gives? Why you ain't want to have me out? Yo, what I do to you? What? Nevertheless, uh, aside from the World Food Championships, uh, the second annual Kingsford Invitational—that is a fifty thousand, maybe it's sixty thousand—I forget. Um, winner take all. We're going to talk about that uh, whole build-up coming up this weekend with four of those pitmasters that will be in it to win it, as we say in the business. As a matter of fact, I got to go back into my email here and make sure that. Oh, Oh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, Clint. How do I forget that guy? Got to make sure I got my team set. So in case you didn't know, taking part in the Kingsford Invitational, and you have to win certain contests across the 2013 season in order to be eligible. Uh, First one is the Houston Livestock and Rodeo winner, and that is Across the Tracks you're not familiar. Uh, Memphis in May winner, of course, uh, Mark Lambert. Sweet Swine O'Mine Mine, who will be in on this call uh, next segment. Uh, last year's KCBS Team of the Year winner, Dan Hickson. Oh, he'll be in on the call also next segment. Uh, American Royal Open winner, that was uh, Iowa Smokey D. Uh, oh, yeah, he'll be on the call too. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jack Daniels winner, Tuffy Stone of Cool Smoke. Uh, You win the great Lenexa barbecue battle like Pork and Mindy did. You get to go to the uh, Kingsford Invitational. Um, A new one this year, I don't believe there was one last year, the military team, not sure exactly what that is, uh, Qology uh, gets to go to the Kingsford Invitational. And then rounding out the list of invitees, uh, the winner of the TV show Barbecue Pitmasters, uh, of course, that was Rod Gray from Pellet Envy. Oh, yeah, he's going to be on the call, too. Ah! Yeah, there's uh, pretty much a lot of talent coming up in about uh, 10 minutes from now, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit of uh, build-up for that. You know, why not? All right, I got an email from uh, email from Paul Richardson. Greg, the California Barbecue Association is hosting a screening of American smoke next month in Riverside, California. Mitch Sonati, one of your guests from a few weeks ago, will be on hand for the event. Mitch will be providing an overview of the film and answer questions after it. We will also be hosting a potluck before the screening. Details below. CBBQA, California Barbecue Association members, um, arranged the potluck. And a great evening to have a UC Riverside uh, November sixteenth. So that's coming up in about uh, 10, 11 days from now. We'll have a potluck dinner at seven, followed by West Coast debut of American Smoke, a documentary about competition barbecue. Plus, the documentary's producer Mitch Sonati will be flying out from Philly, and we'll talk, uh, take answers, uh, will we'll take and answer questions after the showing. Paul has also arranged a hotel discount at the Marriott Courtyard for 89 Bones. Call him directly, 951 276 1200, and use the group code CBQN. Tickets for the screening are 12 bucks, cheap. And uh, they're available through through Paul Richardson. And you can contact him at, wow, brave, 714 809 7427. Nope. Eh, well. uh, or you can email this person, The Wills, W I L S, The Wills 83, The Wills 83 at hotmail.com. Uh, California Barbecue Association is getting this whole evening donated at zero cost to the California Barbecue Association. 100% of the proceeds will go to a children's charity that the CBBQA supports. Yeah, there you go. By the way, Love the edition of Wednesday show, and the folks at Roku owe you some cash. Your show is the only reason I bought one. Hell yeah, Paul. Hell yeah. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm just putting two and two together. Folks, not only is he uh, working through California Barbecue Association to, prov- uh, to promote a, a barbecue documentary, the son of a bitch won the Mini. Paul, look at you. Go out and buy a lottery ticket. Things couldn't get much better right now. You got the, You won the agri Mini, and bang. And now uh, you are rolling right along. We get in... Uh, oh, uh, John. I, John sends me these great... E- I can't read.
2: Get that big stuff out
0: of here. I can't read that email, especially after you called me a barbecue or a, a Kingsford uh, hater, something like that. I don't even know what that means. Uh, still to come on the show tonight, the uh, roundtable that will be taking up possibly two segments. So uh, refresh your drinks and strap in for what's going to be a great uh, talk of barbecue in general, but of course uh, a lot of this stuff is going to be focused on the Kingsford Invitational. Again, uh, Rod Gray from Pellet Envy, Mark Lamber from Sweet Swine of Mine, Darren Worth, Iowa Smoky D's, Dan Hickson from uh, Three Eyes Barbecue. Lots of talent there, lots of wins amassed between them and their barbecue careers, to say the least. Probably 758,000 wins. So, yeah, there you go. And, and again, uh, folks, in the West Coast, if you are looking to take in a viewing, a screening of American Smoke. That's going to be November sixteenth. Potluck dinner at seven, followed by the West Coast debut of American Smoke. And again, Mitch Sonati will be on hand to field questions after the fact. Talk a lot, uh, talk a little bit about it before, but then uh, take questions after the showing. Uh, and again, you can get rooms for eighty nine bucks at the uh, Marriott Courtyard nine five one two seven six twelve hundred. Use group code CBQN donating or not donating but uh, benefiting a children's charity that the California Barbecue Association uh, promotes so hey there you go help out help out the kids and get your barbecue fix on at the same time if I mention these words to you longest running sponsor of the show does anybody have any idea who I'm talking about? you know it's the barbecue group A staple partner of this show without any doubt. Bob Trudnack, uh, even uh, before his uh, unfortunate passing, Shotgun Fred Perkle teaming with this show to uh, really get the word out and uh, promote the good technology that the barbecue guru is uh, disseminating out there for not only the competition circuit, but for backyard people just like me. Now, if you're not familiar with how these uh, little beauties work, You know me, I'm not the guy that likes to break into the minute details on certain things, but if you could imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperature in one set, that keeps it running at that set temperature all the way through the cook, yeah, it sounds too good to be true, doesn't it? Well, it's not. This is real life. You can take advantage of this technology right today or this evening or in two weeks when you listen to the show on download. Now, maybe you're a busy working professional like me, or perhaps you are constantly on the run with kids, doing errands, and quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperature. Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, and then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Barbecue Guru maintains the pit temperature you have it set at. There are currently four, four maybe, four different models to choose from. You have the uh, CyberQ Wi-Fi unit, which is uh, by far and wide uh, the one that is most popular in sales. Uh, and uh, it quickly running up behind it is the opposite end of the price spectrum the party queue which i affectionately refer to as the hooker of automatic potential. why would you say that you make such a bold statement because look if this is a unit that being the party queue where you can take it from a weber smoky mountain you can put it on a weber kettle you can put it on a kingsford kettle style grill you can put it on a um, bullet style cooker you can Really, uh, then if you get the special uh, extra $10 attachment, you can put it on all the Kamado style cookers. Big Green Egg, the Primo, Real Dome, Kamado Joe, Bubba Keg, Acorn. Did I miss any? Kamado Kamado. Works on all of them. Runs on AA battery. It is completely self contained. So you can take it from one to the next. Plus, they got the Onyx 7. Uh, visit them on the web, theBBQGuru.com, or call them 800 288 Guru. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need, get you up and running right out of the box. The Barbecue Guru, a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Fingers crossed that I can put this call together. I swear to God. Stick around, I'll be right back.
5: broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. 877
0: 448 Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. This coming weekend, while many folks will be heading west to Las Vegas for the World Food Championships, my next guests are heading east. Some of them literally doing it right now as we're going to talk to take part in the second annual uh, Kingsford Invitational. Uh, Joining me tonight are the pitmasters from Iowa Smokey D's, Sweet Swine of Mine, Pellet Envy, Three Eyes Barbecue. Let's welcome in. Well, hold on a second. Let's let's just do it the the hard way here. Let's see who call, Let's see who. Uh, let's see who we can pick up here. All right, uh, Dan is in. Hey,
3: this is Rod.
0: Leave me your message. Uh, Rod Thanks. is not in. Dan, are you there, Dan? Anybody? Anybody? Hello. Who's this? Darren. Darren, hello. Rod, are you there? And, Mark, are you there? Wow. Darren, I am currently one for four right now.
4: Well, that's okay. We can talk about all those guys.
0: I'm no mathematician, but my odds of uh, winning – my odds of losing are 75%. Damn it. Uh, what? Let's see here. Uh, I don't want to just dump you off here, but uh, if if I could, let me try and uh, – just call everybody back and uh, whoever makes it on the second or well, I guess this would be the third attempt uh, stays on everybody else piss off alright so I'm gonna call you right back okay alright Darren Warth Iowa Smoky Knees he's a good guy <clears throat> how hard can this be how hard can calling four people be <laughs> hardly hard fucking call failed I don't get it Hey, this is Rod. Leave me your message. Thanks. Hooray. Boo. Boo. Darren, you're still there, aren't you? I'm here. This guy is the man. Oh, This is a uh, disconcerting time. Well, I mean, what can you do? Darren, we're live and and in charge here, so uh, we're going to have to press through, and hopefully uh, some of these guys know what the... Real call number is to the show, and we'll just uh, jump in unsolicited. Uh, so here's the deal: I was just uh, giving a big talk up, saying that you know there's there's probably a lot of folks that are actually doing the exact opposite of you know what you and, and the other three guys that we're going to be on, and, and the rest of the teams competing uh, heading west to the uh, Las Vegas for the World Food Championships. But you guys uh, going east, going to New York City for the second annual. Kingsford Invitational is going to be taking place. Um, you know, first of all, appreciate you making time for the show, and I know uh, some of these guys are actually kind of uh, in transit, uh, so that could be affecting uh, why they're not getting on the show. But you know, lots to get into. So if we could, before we get into the, the Kingsford Invitational portion, all this stuff. Uh, Darren, let's be honest. I mean, you've been having a very good year. Uh, you've been doing a lot of contests. If you look back over the course of uh, maybe a year or two, uh, you weren't out as much. You had some, uh, you know, business interests going and so forth. So, you know, as we sit here on November fifth, uh, where you're sitting at the rankings and the season that you're having, how are you evaluating the, the Iowa Smoky D season so far?
4: Well, I mean, we've had a we've had a great year. We've had a fun year. You know, we really didn't have any goals at the beginning of the year on, you know, what we were going to do. You know, from uh, we weren't really chasing a team of the year status, and we really weren't, we were just cooking, you know, and we were having fun and said, Hey, let's cook next week. And then we cooked again and then said, Hey, let's cook next week. And pretty soon, you know, you got 36 contests underneath your belt.
0: Is, is it, you know, because I'm sure there were years when, you know, when you're out there, and you, I don't know if you're, if you're, if you, well, let me ask this question first, I guess, before I ask. Are there years where you say, Hey, th- we're going to go after. Uh, team of the Year, where everything that we do is is going to have some type of part and parcel to to get us to that potential end product, or does it not really work like that for you guys? It
4: it 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 really doesn't work like that. You know, if you're going to go for the Team of the Year, I think what you have to do is you have to focus at the beginning of the year and said, I'm never going to go to a contest less than 50 teams, and I'm going to stick to that all year long. I'm going to find a, a contest no matter what. But I need to cook 35 contests, but every one of them is going to be a 50-plus team contest. Well, the problem is we have a lot of contests that are 25-team contests that we're going to continue to go to. You know, they're our favorite contests. You know, we have some 15 first-year contests that we're going to go to. We're just not going to miss those. To us, it's really not worth it to try and win team of the year. If we did, that's what we would have to do. We have to do the 15-team contest.
0: Does it seem more fun uh, in this type of a schedule where you're just kind of adding and, and cooking as you go, and the success that you're having? The, the success that you're having is, I don't know if it's making it more fun uh, each weekend when you go out, but I have to imagine uh, that's probably the case. But is it easier to, to build a schedule as you go versus trying to, to hunt down and, and have everything nailed down before you actually get started during the course of a year?
4: Oh, yeah, it's it's much easier. Uh... Just to, you know, I mean, we have certain contests that we know we're going to go to. um, But we didn't know until two weeks ago that I was going to be in Laughlin, Nevada this past weekend, you know, and then sitting there in New York coming up, getting ready to go to New York City with less than a 24-hour turnaround this week.
0: All right, so uh, while we get into that, um, you know, this is the second annual Kingsford Invitational, I just shout out the phone number to all these other guys. Hopefully they jump in here in just a second. But if not, you know, we're good. Um, This is the second annual Kingsford Invitational that's going to take place this coming weekend. Um, I was actually at the inaugural event last year, saw it go down live. Uh, Not as lucky this year for whatever reason, but, you know, different topic for a different day, of course. Uh, We start dissecting the event itself. You know, how about refresh the audience as to how you actually qualified to be able to cook in the Kingsford Invitational?
4: Well, we qualified by winning the American Royal Open in Kansas City back in the first weekend of October.
0: All right, look at this. I'm going to get to uh add your good buddy here. Uh Rod, you there?
3: Saving the best for last.
0: Well. <laughs> that, it's it's you and it's you and uh it's you and the uh and Darren Worth right now. I'm waiting for the other two to still show up. I don't understand. Everything working all right? Sure. That's all right. Uh, Rod, uh, Darren was just recounting how, uh, he found his way to the Kingsford Invitational uh, this coming weekend, uh, for the folks that, uh, perhaps aren't familiar with, uh, how you are able to cook there. What did you do?
3: Uh, I just won this season four of Barbecue Pit Masters, and it was an automatic berth into the Kingsford Invitational. All
0: right. Um, let me back up just a second, Rod, since you're in here. Uh, I was just asking, Darren, you know, before we got into the whole dissection of the upcoming Kingsford Invitational, you know, a lot of people are going to be going out to the World Food Championships. You guys are going to be taking part in the uh, Kingsford Invitational. Uh, from a team perspective, Rod, uh, you've seen a lot of success over the years. Uh, as you sit November 5th right now, how are you gauging where Pellet Envy is uh, sitting for the 2013 competition season?
3: Um. <laughs> You always want to be in the top 10. You always want to be in the hunt. I'm not in the hunt again this year. Last year, it was a medical issue. This year, you know, the travel and the stress of the pitmaster thing, even though it seemed easy, once I won that, I relaxed a little bit. Um, You can see a much stronger start to the year than you can a finish to the year. But uh, don't count me out, Darren. I'm going to cook well this weekend.
0: Well, I'm sure everybody's going to be uh, putting their best foot forward. Um, also, uh, joining the show is uh, Dan, Dan Hickson. You there, Dan? I'm here, sir. I'm late to the party. Dan, hey, that's all right. We got three of four. We're missing the uh, Memphis and May winner currently, but that's all right. Um, Dan, uh, you probably caught the tail end of that question. Um, obviously, the reigning 2013 KCBS Team of the Year, uh, as we sit November 5th here, uh, kind of give us a snapshot of uh, how your season's going and, you know, uh, what you think of how things have transpired so far.
1: Well, the season's winding down for us. Um, we are uh, we only got two competitions left. We got the Kingsford left, and then we're going to do King of the Spokers. So um, started out the season strong. Um, you know, last year we had an amazing year with um, 11 grand championships. This year has been the year of um, – you know, good finishes, but not outstanding finishes. Third place, fourth place, second place. Uh, still a great year, and we're thrilled. Um, but, you know, ready ready for the season to wind down and, and start the next one.
0: Dan Hickson, Rod Gray, and Darren Worth joining me here on the show. Uh, pit masters of Three Eyes Barbecue, Pellet Envy, and Iowa Smokey D's, respectively. Uh, Dan, let's go back to you here. Um, You obviously are into the Kingsford Invitational because you're the current uh, 20, uh, well, the reigning uh, KCBS champion. On the whole, Kingsford, you know, synonymous with grilling, obviously, Uh, live fire cooking in general, probably nobody bigger in the industry than them as far as charcoal is concerned, especially when it comes to the brand recognition were you surprised at all to see them kind of come out of the the sponsorship stable and get into actually putting on an event uh, that would be like an invite only? Uh, and in the end, do you think this helps spread the word of the brand?
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I mean, they're they're definitely you know up there as far as people uh, using their products. And I think you know putting on a TV show like this and putting up the prize money for a contest uh, definitely gets them a lot of recognition.
0: Rod, were you uh, surprised to see them take a a step out of their comfort zone and and get into putting on events and, as uh, Dan said, uh, kind of shoot a TV show around it as well?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think this is something new for Kingsford. I think they're looking for different angles to show people that some of the best cooks in the country use their product. Um, You know, I know last year was kind of a learning curve. They ended up in central Missouri and out in the middle of nowhere, so this year they've retooled and, we're going to do it in the most populated city in the in the U.S. So I think they're working on on, on an event that could be a you know a top-notch, stellar event for years to come.
0: Darren, uh, your take? Surprise that uh, Kingsford got into the contest portion of this?
4: Well, no, I mean there's no surprise. I mean I kind of it's it's kind of what they both said, you know. I mean it's it's really not a big surprise they're in that arena, but I mean it's given them tons of exposure. You know, um, when I look at it, I'd rather be uh, cooking in Bell, Missouri this weekend in New York City. I can tell you
0: that. Uh, Darren, speaking from firsthand experience, no. Absolutely you do not. Unless you like cows that much, you probably don't. And wind. Cows and wind, maybe. Maybe you do. Maybe Do you? I could be taking way out of
3: Greg, Greg, people from Iowa love
0: cattle. Hey, well, That's a, that's a soundbite I'm going to isolate and put in the beginning of a show. I can tell you that. Uh, all right, uh, Rod, let's go to you uh, for the next question. Um, this this event is a bit unique in a few different ways, one of which is on Friday. You have this one-byte challenge, which will take place, as I just said, Friday night. First, uh, do you have your one bite challenge recipe honed in, or is this something that you're actually uh, still dialing in as you're driving to the NYC?
3: No, we had to submit recipes, so it's as dialed as it's going to get. Although I will tell you that I, I think just to psych me out, uh, Darren shared a little bit of his with me today, and I don't even think I'm going to turn mine in. I think I'm going to lobby to judge just so I can taste his. Um, but I've I've practiced mine. I think you can, there's a post on Peloton V of a steak I cooked uh, over the weekend, doing a little practice just to make sure I get my timing down on a, on a Weber kettle. And, and, yeah, I've worked on it, honestly.
0: Dan, uh, so, I mean, Rod's kind of let the cat out of the bag. Obviously, you have to have something dialed in. Uh, are, are you comfortable with what your uh, one bite is going to be, and uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about
1: it? Uh, yeah, like I said, we had to submit recipes. Um, thankfully, I haven't heard Darren's recipe, and um, don't tell me because I don't want to be psyched out. Uh, <laughs> but, no, it, it's simplicity at its finest, really. I mean, you know, five ingredients, one is steak. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot of directions you can go with it, or at least I didn't think so. So we're just going for simplicity and uh, cook right, which is kind of our formula for barbecue too.
0: All right, Darren. So obviously, uh, according to Rod, you have a very good recipe up your sleeve. Anything that you could uh, share with us? And is this something that perhaps we would be uh, finding in a Smokey D's restaurant?
3: Hey, before he yeah. answers, uh, Dan, you and I should just eat our steaks and then eat some <laughs> of Darren's too. That's what I can tell you. <laughs> Maybe I've we can in front of the like judges. I don't know, but I think that's what we I, should
4: do. I've seen I've seen Rod act like this before. You know, I, our, my recipe, um, you know, was you should call develop. me a
3: sandbagger. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you are. You always have been. Um, you know, my recipe was developed um, over beers at a bar between two guys. One was a butcher, and one was an avid griller in the backyard. Two very good customers of ours. And, and what's special about the recipe, I think, that I'm bringing is not only do they ask you to do uh, a, a one-bite challenge with five ingredients, with one of them being steak, but they also want you to represent um, your hometown or your region of the country and be able to tell a story about it. You know, And we're putting different things like blue cheese and prosciutto and all that that all come within 25 miles of our hometown here. You know, so if it doesn't turn out very good, at least I've got a great story.
0: Uh, stories are, are obviously <laughs> now, So this is very interesting because, you know, last year uh, one pipe challenge was there, but there was no uh, need to uh, present something that had something to do with the region of the country that you were in. So obviously this is a, a new twist that they have added. Um Darren, is this something that you embrace? You like uh, storytelling? Did you see yourself making your way over to the Memphis Barbecue Network and uh, being able to do that stuff too? Then,
4: um, no, I don't see myself getting over there. You know, I can tell a story with the best of them, but that, that Memphis and May, um, the MBM network, that seems like a lot of work. Those guys spend a lot of money and a lot of work, and I just, you know, it just just seems like a lot of setup and a lot of show and tell that really not interested in, but, you know, I mean, it's fun. It, you know, as far as the One Bite Challenge, you know, it's one of those things that it's kind of like the ancillary category at a barbecue contest. Normally, we don't do, but, you know, kind of this one, you kind of have to do it. Um, you know, I'm not... there no, you don't have to. Have
0: to. <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, have to, Darren. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, but, I mean, we go through it, and I mean, it's part of the show, and it's part of the, you know, as far as um, you know, a challenge with the grill. I mean, we practice it. I've eaten so much steak. I, I could care less whether I had another steak in the next year as far as getting the timing down of of how things go on. So we we haven't practiced it in a week, but, you know, I mean, we'll do it. I mean, we're going to be in different elements. I'm sure the wind's going to be blowing out there and oh, yeah. and the conditions aren't going to be the greatest in the world for grilling, but um, you know, that's okay. We'll, we'll, it never turns out as it does in the practice run, but we'll give it a, we'll give it a little college try. Dan, uh, are you,
0: yes, uh, are you excited to be presenting a, a dish to the judges or are you not a fan of the, the public speak?
1: No, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, we, we ventured into not the Memphis MA, but, um, NBN contest before. I think mean, we've done four or five, uh, we like doing that. Um, I had to present in front of the judges when we did our season of Pitmasters. So, uh, you know, the story, yeah, I have a little trick up my sleeve for the story as well. I'm not going to give that away. It's uh, probably better than the recipe if it comes together
0: right. <laughs> uh, Rod, obviously team, uh, you you uh, you are well-versed at giving classes and stuff like that, so I would assume that uh, the, the talking in front of people isn't nerve-wracking. But, you know, does, does having to describe a dish add any uh, added pressure to you at all?
3: No, I don't think so. I think that'll be the fun part, honestly. It's going to be loose and relaxed. And uh, But you know what? I want to I want to shift gears a little bit, Greg. Don't yep. forget, if either of these guys will tell you that, that major barbecue contests have, by, have been won by tenths of a point or even hundred thousandth of a point. Uh, and we get a one-point advantage. Uh, Whoever Jesus wins this, gets Christ. a full one-point advantage. It hey, could be a big deal.
0: Rod, do, do you not think I'd do my homework for these interviews? You just blew my this wad. Is. God, I was leading you down the primrose well, path. Gee, for what? For ruining Don't the show? Check, God damn it! I was going to say that you win that. Uh, I think you also get like a check for ten grand or something like that. But more importantly, you get that extra point to be applied to the overall score for the next day. And as you mentioned, Rod, we've seen competitions come down to thousands of a point this year. So a whole point could be huge, as you just mentioned. Rod, will you be reining in the social aspect of the event on Friday uh, to really get that extra point?
3: I don't even know what you just said. But uh, by the way, I think you just agreed (laughs) to match the $5,000 check from the Kingsford One Bite Challenge. So the Barbecue Central Radio Show, ladies and gentlemen, just agreed to match the five and go for 10.
0: Unlimited cash here at the studio. I have
3: no idea what you asked me. Can you can you dumb that down for this Kansan?
0: Yeah, be- because of the one-point advantage, uh, will you be kind of uh, drawing yourself away from the public and really focusing in uh, a little bit more to get that one-point no. advantage?
3: No, I don't know. The, uh, no. Nat, why? It, it, it's got to be fun. It's a, it's a hell of a drive. We've got to have <laughs> some fun
0: with it. Darren, will you be available to the public as well, or are you going to be uh, game face on
4: well, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm not sure how much public's really going to be involved here, you know, with with the filming and everything. I, I'm i really not sure that public element's going to be part of it. Maybe it is. You know, but we're going to be our normal self. You know, we're going to be, uh, you know, out barbecuing and we'll probably be drinking a few beers and I guarantee we'll have a 922 shot.
0: Dan, last one before we go to break. Um Would you rather have the point? If you had to choose, would you rather have the point going into the next day, or would you rather have uh, just $5,000? I'll take the
1: $5,000.
0: Damn right. God damn right. Give me that money! Give me that money! All right, uh, guys, (laughs) do me a favor. uh, Stick by. Uh, We're going to take a quick break here. We're talking with Rod Gray, Darren Worth, and Dan Hickson, Iowa Smokey D's Pellet Envy and Three Eyes Barbecue, respectively. Uh, Folks, quickly before we get back to them, we're going to be talking about Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. Fred Bernardo, a longtime sponsor of this show, and uh, I was just talking with him on the phone the other day. And he's like, hey, last time I was on, we talked about the uh, Kamado cookers. We talked about how we were starting to sell these Meadow Creek cookers as well. Uh, But make sure that people know that if they're looking for uh, Oak Ridge brines and rubs and the Plowboy stuff and the Smoke on Wheels products, we have those as well. I said, hey, Fred, no problem. I'll get that out tonight which is just tonight. And, of course, uh, you know the Tasty Licks Barbecue is the big green egg headquarters, including many items for the egg. You really can't get anywhere else. A lot of these things are being especially made for Fred because he has such a stronghold on the big green egg industry. Uh, And, again, ready to ship to you uh, at a fair price promptly. Also, Tasty Licks carrying Harry Sue's new chicken rub. Uh, He won uh, the eight grand championships last year with that rub, also the chicken category. And, of course, if you're looking for injections, Fred carries them all. He's got the Cosmos Q. He's got Butcher's Barbecue. In regards to automatic pit temperature control devices, he carries the Barbecue Guru and their associated accessories. Also a Green Mountain Grill dealer as well. Uh, Fred hosts a lot of classes on his own right there in the general public in Chillington, Pennsylvania. He's bringing in some of the top teams in the industry to do competition classes and you know more amped-up backyard-style classes. Uh, Dan Hickson was uh, one of those guys that was out there at Fred's music and barbecue uh, recently so uh, pay attention to what he's got going on if you want to step your game up in regards to competition or backyard cooking and of course teams i said it before i'll say it again tasty Licks, your competition headquarters competition teams uh you can get your pans in different sizes the aluminum trays the gloves the thermometers turn in boxes for practice you got to make it your one-stop shop com, the place to go so head on over now and Really, if you're looking for a little entertainment, watch those videos that Fred puts up on his page as well. Lots to choose from. Not only fun, but very informative. And the Tasty Licks carrying their own line of rubs and sauces. that does pretty well in the competition trail. Got to try those. And when you order, drop Fred a line. Tell him you heard about him here on this show and you like his support of the show, so you're going to help him back by ordering some stuff from him. Tasty That's Tasty We're back with Darren Worth, Rod Gray, and Dan Hickson in five seconds. Stick
5: around. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show.
0: All right, uh, we are back. 877 4480433. Greg at the BBQ Central if you want to uh, jump in tonight. All right, uh, we pick our conversation back up with uh, three of the four pitmasters that I had scheduled here. Uh, Mark must be in a very low-lying area of a cell phone because uh, Rod, are you still driving or have you pulled off for safety?
3: No, no, I'm in my hotel room. Hey, oh, by the way, yeah. tasty like sells sells the crap out of this killer line of rubs and sauces called Eat Barbecue, and I have it on good authority, they won a few contests.
0: All right, well, nothing like a uh, we're going to save the plugs to the end, uh, Rod, but that's all right. Let's get them in mid midstream as well. Um, I'm just blowing your whole night, aren't I? Hey, that's all right. This is your last time on the show. You might as well get used to it. Um, so, look, uh, Saturday will come, and the <laughs> traditional four KCBS meets will be prepared, then turned in for judging. Uh, Dan, let me start with you. The team from there's a team from Texas uh, across the tracks rodeo or across the tracks who run the, the Texas Rodeo Cookoff. Uh, Qology, I guess I'm not hugely familiar with them. I did a little bit of internet research, but they don't seem to do a, a huge number of events. And then you have you know guys like yourself, Rod and uh, Darren, uh, and, and the rest of those guys, Tuffy, uh, KCBS cooks through and through. Uh, so do you see yourself in an advantage because there's going to be a lot of similar style cooks there or because you might have two or three that aren't as steeped in the KCBS mastery as you guys are, that, that potentially they might stand out because they're not going to be cooking uh, necessarily the same way?
1: I don't know. Advantage in this group is of tough. And, and like you said, I, I don't know everyone in this group either. But, I mean, hats off to, to Darren. I mean, he's been tearing it up lately. And, and Tuffy's been kicking everybody's butt too. So, I mean, those are two outstanding cooks right there. Um, if there's any advantage to be had, uh, it is really nice to be three hours away from home. Um, you know, not to rub it in, against, but, but I am very happy it's not in Missouri, and it is actually on the East Coast. So uh, if there's an advantage to be had, that's it.
0: Darren, uh, do you think that a, a team like Sweet Swine of Mine or a Qology uh, might have a little bit of an advantage because uh, you know they aren't steeped in the KCBS traditions?
4: Well, I'm not sure they have an advantage, you know, but I mean, you, you typically look through there and you say, well, the, you know, the Texas cook isn't, you know, used to cooking pork. So that's something that's not that they're used to doing. And you think about the Memphis and May, you're talk, talk about Mark Lambert, you know, not, you know, not cooking brisket on a normal ba- basis. You know, I was thinking that the other day and then here he goes and gets what, eighth place brisket at the Jack. You know, so I think it's anybody's game, especially when you talk about celebrity judges. And I don't know who even the judges are this year, and, and we haven't been told that. Maybe somebody else has. One of the other guys can chime in. But you know, you get into celebrity judges. I mean, it's it's like a regular bar- barbecue contest. that has celebrity judges. I mean, it's could be all over the board.
0: Rod, do you think that um, you know some of these other teams that aren't KCBS uh, might be able to? Maybe advantage is a wrong word, but do you think they might stand out in a positive way because uh, there, there's not going to be a lot of similar tasting uh, products?
3: I think it's just going to be the guy that cooks the best food that day. You know, there's going to be some MIM folks in the judging tent, or at least there were last year. You know, last year the MIM team won the event, yep. walked away with it. Actually, yep. didn't need the extra one point. Absolutely murdered the, the rest of the cooks. So it's wide open. It's an any given day thing. You know, you put your best foot in the box, and it, it, everything clicks for you. It looks beautiful. It tastes great. It's got fabulous tenderness, and you're going to win the event. And nothing short of that's going to win uh, the Kingsford on
0: Saturday. Darren, will you be getting uh, at all out of your normal profiles uh, for this contest because of the judging system and the judges that will be in the tent, or is it just going to be, uh, you know, normal just like every other week for you?
4: You know, I think it's just going to be every other week. I, I had I had thought about making some changes, um, you know, to kind of stand out, but, I, you know, the other day I just said, you know what, just cook your cook. You've had a good year. Keep cooking it. Good barbecue is good barbecue, no matter what part of
3: the – country you're in and whoever's judging it
0: rod any yeah, uh, any, any change tweets it
3: change it up darren <laughs> yeah. no, i'm cooking my same stuff because i'm going to get darren to change all of his
0: does does darren know that
3: <laughs> he's going to be well, really mad when
0: i he's, he's going
4: to be he's, he's going to be really mad when i beat him with my salt and pepper brisket
3: <laughs> uh dan so i'm going to be really mad when i bring you ribs and you beat me with those that's <laughs> when i get
0: mad <laughs> Dan, are you gonna are you gonna do any tweaking on those flavor profiles, or are you gonna stay uh, hold the line just like the other two guys?
1: No, I'm gonna try and get these guys to continue doing smack talk through turn ins and just do our normal stuff.
0: Miss the clock, uh, smack talk. All right, uh, we're talking by the way with uh, Darren Worth, Rod Gray, and Dan Hickson, Iowa Smokey D's, Pellet Envy, and Three Eyes Barbecue, respectively. You know, one of the things, guys, that I like most about this event is that it is a winner take all type of a situation so you know one team is going to walk away with like 50 g's on saturday night you know which is a pretty good pull for a contest to be sure but you know if we're getting hypothetical just for a second i know rod loves when i do this you know in terms of applying that rule to winner take all would that murder just about everything popular about the world of competition barbecue right now and i'm looking at it like this the majority of events have pretty weak purses overall is winning a hundred dollar check for chicken or a twenty five hundred dollar check overall making that big of a difference in the big picture? I mean, wouldn't you rather have a shot at winning the whole effing thing or just going home with your ball, Rod?
3: <laughs> you say going home with my balls? Is that what I heard you say? <laughs> I'm, we may have a bad connection. Maybe. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of adrenaline. You know, whoever wins that fifty grand on Saturday is going to be one happy cat. I will say that. Yep. And. They may be buying dinner for the rest of us. I'm not sure about that yet. But I don't know. You know, when you cook 35 events a year, the, to be to get the opportunity to cook an event that pays 50 grand in one shot, um, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. But I want to do that every contest. Probably not. A lot of people would be very poor, and a few people would be very happy. So in this case, yeah, it's awesome. It's probably great for television as well, for somebody to standing there with a $50,000 fake check. But but overall, it's probably not a good thing for barbecue if it were every weekend this way.
0: Dan, would you like to see uh, winner take all every weekend from here on out?
1: No, I mean Rod on really that. I don't know anything else to add.
0: I'm sorry. What was that, Dan?
1: Well, I said what, what Rod said was was That's... right on point as far as I'm concerned. And I don't think it's good every week. It's very exciting for for TV and for us this weekend. Um, you know, someone's going to be pretty happy at the end of that, and there's going to be a couple people that are not so happy. Uh, but, yeah, every week I think I'd be a little much. Uh, at least to be able to recoup travel costs would be nice.
0: Darren, uh, you you are on the same mindset as Rod on this one, then?
4: Well, no, because I'm not a money guy. I'm just – they have trophies because I'm hoping they have trophies.
0: Yeah, they got a big trophy, too.
4: as long as I get a big trophy, then I'm fine with it. You know, since my wife doesn't listen to the show, I really, I'm really not focused on (laughs) fifty thousand bucks. I I truly am not. I'm just hoping they have nice trophies.
0: Hey, we got to have goals, and uh, if it's not fifty thousand dollars, it's got to be big ass trophies. Um, All right. So, uh, aside from the one by challenge, where use of the Kingsford fuel, I believe, is required. Will any of you be using Kingsford Charcoal during the uh, Cook Friday night into Saturday? Uh, Darren?
4: Well, yeah, I'll use it to light the pit, and then I'll use it to finish my chicken on Saturday.
0: Uh, Rod?
1: Yep, I'll use some of it during the contest, that's for sure.
0: And uh, Dan?
1: How, How can I disagree with that? I mean, you know, who knows who's listening? Of course I'll be using Kingsford Charcoal, as well as probably some Walmart meat. Hey, hey, Greg, you didn't, yeah. pick, you didn't just pick three decent cooks. You picked
3: three cooks that were
0: smart enough to answer that question, right? Goddamn right. Where's that damn Mark Lambert? All right, uh, so looking at the list of who will be there, uh, and we'll start with Dan on this, uh, who do you think your biggest competition is going to be? And look, none of you guys puss out and say it's going to be all the teams because I don't want to hear it. Bring it strong. Who do you think is going to be your biggest competition?
1: <laughs> I, I think Tuffy's. Always the strongest competition when he's cooking against us. So that's who I'm going with.
0: Uh, Rod, who do you think is your toughest competition coming up this week?
3: The judges in that tent are my toughest competition. We're not, we're not, this isn't a beat beat down. This is, we turn our food in and somebody rates us. It's (laughs) it's not about that. It's about the judges, Greg.
0: Uh, Darren?
4: Well, you know, they all have distinct advantages. I mean, all these guys, um, you know, Rod, Tuffy, Dan, I mean, they've all been, you know, on the pitmaster thing and they've all been filmed on TV. They've, they've been under the pressure of having the camera in their spotlight. We've really never had that, you know, so that's going to bring a whole new element to us. You know, my wife gets frustrated when somebody walks in the trailer. You know, when we're trying to do turn-ins, even if it's a good friend or a relative or something like that, she kind of goes crazy. So I'm going to have to have her on some uh, meds of some sort, I think, or give her a lot of beers before turn-ins so that uh, she settles down. Because some things get kind of crazy there. But, um, you know, I would probably have to, if I point towards it, I would point towards Tuffy. You know, Tuffy is, um, he's such, such, such an anal cook and very meticulous. I guess Rod is too, but... You know, I mean, Tuffy, with winning the Royal and coming back and winning the Jack, um, you know, I guess he'd be my pick.
0: You know, I was just going to mention Tuffy here. You know, this this character, you know, for not cooking a large number of competitions this year. I mean, obviously, he's busy with the TV thing. You know, I think he's maybe cooked like three or, or four contests this year, but, you know, won some big Seven. titles. Seven, okay, whatever. Who's counting? Uh, American Royal uh, invitationally wins a few weeks later, grabbing the Jack title, stiffing me on interviews, but, you know, who's keeping score? If he wins this event as well, is it safe to say that, you know, in regards to coveted titles and events teams really want to win, uh, could he be stringing a month together, perhaps the likes we haven't seen in some time, Rod?
1: It'd be like we
3: haven't seen ever, I think, would be a better way to put it. I don't know if anybody's ever won the American Roll Invitational and won the Jack Daniels in the same year. You throw the Kingsford Invitational on in for fifty grand, and I think you've got one hell of a year.
0: Darren, uh, agree with Rod? With the, if he uh, is able to to pull off the win, is that something the likes we've never seen?
4: Oh, it is, it is. But you know, I, I hope Tuffy's listening because you know he did get thirty six at the Sands Club. You know, <laughs> so, so. so. So, and I'll be reminding him that have that. um You know, I like to play a little head game with people. You know, I'll be reminding him that him on, you know, Saturday morning I'm blowing him up and then punching him right in the nuts and telling him, "Geez, what happened with the Sands Club?" So,
2: uh,
4: Dan. it'll be a
3: lot of fun. Hey Dan, hey Dan, you and I need to pool our money and get some gin buckets going for the. Smokey D's camp after seeing the pictures on Facebook from last weekend. Jim Buckets
0: <laughs> is the way to go. Uh, Dan, uh, Tuffy, obviously, you know, very close to you guys, and uh, you compete against him quite a bit uh, when he's out there. Um, if he wins this week, I mean, that's going to be pretty huge for him uh, in, in a season that he didn't really compete a lot, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't think of
1: another cook out there. I mean, I, I need a lot of cooks in a row to get any kind of consistency going. And uh, Duffy doesn't seem to need that. It's it's kind of amazing. I mean, he can compete every once in a while and, and still be at the top of the charts. So, um, but, yeah, to be able to string three of those in a row would be um, absolutely epic.
0: Uh, Rod Gray, I'm sorry. Uh, before I let you go, guys, and I appreciate the time tonight, uh, Dan, we'll start with you. Uh, anything you'd like to plug uh, or mention before I turn you loose?
1: Uh, yeah, just our sponsors. I mean, we can't do this without our sponsors. We're happy to have Big Papa Smokers on board, Fab, Barbecue Guru, Grizzly Coolers, and Yoder Smokers.
0: Uh, Darren Worth, Iowa Smoky D's. Anything you're plugging tonight?
1: Well,
4: I mean, yeah. I mean, we're part of the Big Papa Elite team. We're proud of it, using the products, you know, putting the West Coast offense to work week in and week out. And, you know, just my – the only thing I'll – Plug is my wonderful staff at the restaurants that we own that allow us to go out and
3: live our passion every day.
0: And, of course, uh, last but not least, Rod Gray, what are we plugging tonight?
3: Well, I'm going to gonna plug Grease Lightning, my six-year major sponsor who just agreed to go seven years. So they're back for 2014. Uh, Kansas City Barbecue Store uh, helps me out quite a bit. And my own rubs and sauces, com, spelled with a C. Those are my plugs for tonight.
0: Rod Gray is the pitmaster of pellet envy. Uh, Mark Lambert is the pitmaster of sweet O mine, and we missed him this uh, segment. That's too bad. Uh, Darren Worth, however, was here. He is the master of the pit for Iowa's Smokey D's, And Dan Hickson is the pitmaster of Three Eyes Barbecue Team and the current KCBS Team of the Year. Uh, gentlemen, really appreciate the time tonight, and good luck to each and every one of you this coming weekend.
1: Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Greg. Thanks you got it. There
0: they are. Dan Hickson, Darren Worth, Rod Gray. Missing Mark Lambert. Damn it. Mark nice What definitely. happened? We'll catch him on the flip. If he wins, we'll just catch him back next Tuesday, and we'll see how it goes, right? Absolutely. For sure. It'll be just that easy. All right, folks, uh, quick public service message from Stephen DeFranco of Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Look, uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. You know what's coming up after Thanksgiving? Uh, Christmas. Hanukkah, your respective holiday, whatever the case may be. Uh, Stephen DeFranco has the perfect answer if you need a new watch. An incredible selection of timepieces for mom, for dad, for grandpa, whoever. Bowl of a watches. Why spend a ton of money on a watch if you don't have to? Boliva watches, stylish, affordable, starting under $200. Boliva watches come in traditional court style, Retro style automatic versions, chronographs, skeletons, traditional styles fill the Bolivar line of timepiece. The Precisionist, you want an accurate watch? about the most accurate watch in the world? The Bolivar Precisionist is just that watch. The exclusive movement of the Bolivar Precisionist breaks down the secondhand movement into 16 segments per second, giving that secondhand a smooth moving appearance. Steel and titanium versions available as well. I have one of those. Back uh, And then, of course, the Accutron the high-end without the high-end price. The Cadillac the bowl of the Boliva line. The Accutron, the pinnacle of the high-end design without breaking the bank, starting at $600. Boliva Accutron watches give you the high-end style, quality, and lifestyle without breaking the bank. Now, you like the Citizen watches? Are you gadget junkie? Citizen is perfect for the gadget guy. EcoDrive technology converts light and energy, powering your watch perfectly and accurately. No need for a timer on your barbecue cooking. Citizens have multiple timers along with alarms, multiple time zones, and of course you have the Philip and Company watches. Many high-end European watch companies use Swiss movements from a company called ETA. Philip hand assembles each watch personally using ETA movements and hand-picked components starting at $895. Phillips not only have elegant European style, but they're very affordable. All of Phillips watches are serial numbered and Registered with Philip himself. So head on over to stevendefranco.com. That's Steven DeFranco, D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O. And pick out a new watch. Call Steve directly, 440-943-2700. Tell him your barbecue brother or sister, and he will give you the real discount on the new watch you're about to purchase. He's not allowed by the manufacturer to show the real prices on the website. Call in, 440 943 2700 or stephendefranco.com. We're back to wrap up right after this and get you a bottle of sweet smoke Q juice coming up out of the break. Uh Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: Time on the show. stuff away for no money. That's why it's free of charge. You can win stuff and I'll give it away for free.
0: All right, you can win a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice from Jim Elser. SweetSmokeQ.com. SweetSmoke, the letter Q, dot com. And you have to send me an email, and in the subject line, Kingsford Invitational Roundtable. Kingsford Invitational Roundtable. Send it to me. You'll get a bottle of Sweet Smoke Q juice. Thanks again to Jim Elser. Pitmaster of Sweet Smoke Q. Sweet Smoke, the letter Q.com, if you want to buy yourself some right now and forego the pain of losing if you don't win. uh, key, Man, what, what was the thing I just said? I'm not even drinking. I'm sure somebody has already answered. Well, I don't remember what I said, but I'll remember when I see it, so whatever I said, you, uh shoot it up there. Alright. Sounds good to me.
5: Good luck. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
0: right, I remember what it was. A little worried about me. Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. 4480433. Greg at the BBQ Central Your winner of Sweet Smoke Q Juice. This guy never wins anything. Don G. A winner! Winner! Don, send me your shipping info. Unless it's uh, attached. Let me check. It's attached to the email. Uh, but, yeah. Send me your shipping info. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Thanks again to the Kingsford Invitational Roundtable. I'm not sure exactly uh, where Mark Lambert fell off into that, but uh, I'm sure that was more on my side. Kingsford Invitational Roundtable. No, I said square food. All right, wait, hold on a second. Don didn't win. Disqualified. Uh, Somebody send in a new email and say, uh, Don G. didn't win. And you can win a bottle of Sweet Smoke QG's. Donji, not a winner.
2: That
0: not body. a winner. You're not a winner, Don. Not good for you. All right, let's uh, wrap it up. Why not? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, let's wrap it up. All the way, all the way back in the first hour, uh, we had... Hold on, my page just dropped. What the hell just happened? All right, there we go. Sorry, all the way back. All the Steve Wilson from the pit crew barbecue of SoCal came on. Sylvie Curry wins Sweet Smoke Q-Juice, by the way. Good job, Sylvie. Way to step up. Um, Steve Wilson was in, talked about his win in Laughlin, Nevada this past weekend. Against 85 teams. Good for him. Uh, Scott Roberts also joined us around 9.35. He talked about uh, sauces and rubs, his latest review. And uh, then in the second hour, we had, of the four, we missed Mark Lambert. My apologies. Uh, but we had Rod Gray, Dan Hickson, and Darren Worth from uh, Iowa Smoky D's Pellet Envy, and Free Eyes Barbecue. They will be competing at the Kingsford Invitational this coming weekend. While everybody else is out in Las Vegas taking part in the World Food Championships, uh, they'll be competing for $50,000, maybe even $60,000, $55,000. I think I might be on the hook for five grand something. Very worried about that. We'll look into that first. Uh, next time, uh, well, next time, uh, tomorrow we have Ray Lampy. We also have Stuart Powell from Cook Shack on tap for the Hump Day Barbecue Show, so look forward to that and uh, when we come back next Tuesday, we will be at a new temporary location. You won't be able to tell any that, but I will. Because I'm moving out of this house. The original Barbecue Central Studios will be no more as far as the uh, broadcast home of this uh, show that we've been doing for almost um, like six years now. Uh, a lot of great times in this home. And a lot of great things in my life happened in this home. So I will, uh, I will miss it. I will miss it. Uh, but I won't miss you. September eleventh, two 2001, I will never forget. And uh, until next Tuesday, where we are at a location to yet to be determined, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempy. Good night now.